Gutter Trash is a proud member of the Comics Podcast Network. Tacky and Olivia are adoptive sisters who do not get along. After an accident at their friend's house, they discover that they now have superpowers and must work together to defeat the evil scientists that gave them their abilities and become the world's first superheroes. Tachio! To Gunner Trash episode 139, Tachio by Brian Michael Bendis and Michael Avanomi. My name is Eric. My name is Jason. I guess actually. Eric Allen Schonborn, and you are. Jason, I don't want to reveal my middle name on the show. Really? Yeah. What else? No, it's Daniel. Daniel. Yeah. <clears throat> Daniel. Jason Daniel Young. That is me. Yay. Three names from now on, that's what we're doing. Are we? That's, uh, that's how you become uh, famous nowadays, to have three names. Oh, yeah. I think. Like right. uh, Thomas C. Howe. Right. Because <laughs> that is the biggest celebrity around. Uh, yeah. <laughs> that's We just want to be the Thomas C. Howe of podcasting. Is that too much to ask? Actually, I think it's C. Thomas Howe. Oh. Okay. <laughs> I think you're right. And uh, either way. We want to be the equivalent of him of a podcast. We want to be that guy. Yeah. yeah. Only in auditory talky form. Right. <clears throat> How you doing? I'm doing good. Yeah? I am doing good. That's good. I would uh, like to introduce all our listeners to the newest member of the Gutter Trash family. Hopefully here to stay. Hopefully here to stay at least uh, at least through the summer months. And maybe even the fall. Yeah, early fall, definitely. Yeah. Yeah, to, to, uh yeah, perhaps even uh, early to late spring as well. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, for sure. Yeah, yeah. Uh, everybody, I'd like you to welcome Chauncey to the group. Thanks, Chauncey. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't talk much. Nope. <clears throat> but he is a cool cat. Yes, he is. <laughs> he's our uh, polar wind uh, vertical air conditioner, or fan. Fan. This is a fan. I guess he's a fan. Not a, it's just he, a fan. I was going to say, he just looks so high-tech, it doesn't look like a fan. Yeah. He yeah. looks like some sort of mechanical <laughs> electro-cooling specialized unit. Yeah. Uh, I will admit to reservations as to buying that particular brand, or model, mm-hmm. uh, simply because it does not look like a regular fan. Yeah. I doesn't. thought it wasn't going to work. <laughs> There's no way that's possibly going to work. Yeah, it's like a... It looks like a cucumber made out of silver plastic. And <laughs> hey, that's a pretty good uh, observation. <laughs> and and he's got this very like it's not it's not R2D2 like I first thought it's more like the I think it's the robot from the black hole maybe. Okay. There's yeah. like little ones oh, with like the Bob. I don't know. I don't know. I didn't know their names. I don't know. I, don't know. I think you're, one of them you're thinking, Bob. You're thinking of the tire from rubber. That's <laughs> uh, true. His name was Robert. Yeah. Well, me, me and him go way back. So, calm down. <laughs> no, but he, you know, they had those like red eyes and yeah. like they had, yeah. He kind of reminds me of that. Very yeah, old. I can see that. Like a sleeker, more in shape. 
Right. right. Like he does some rock climbing. Yeah. He's very svelte. This is uh, this is a fan that is ready uh, to go all Terminator on us. Oh yeah, yeah he's uh, ready to become self-aware. Ooh, really? Yeah. yeah. Look at him. Look at him. He's looking at you. Oh my god, he's, he look, he is looking at you. The evil red eye. <laughs> I know. Yeah, he's come a long way. They've come a long way since the box fan. Yeah. <laughs> With that one knob. <clears throat> uh, yeah, good it, purchase. Yes, yes, it was. Uh, it. Uh, it gets hot in this office when I'm uh, working back here. So, uh, there's no vent in here at all, is there? There's no vent. That's poor design. Well, actually, there is by the door. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, but uh, this is not going to help because, uh, you know, it's hot outside, so there's no, uh, you know, there's no central air in this right. apartment. There's yeah. just a window air conditioner, which uh, does not reach these back rooms of my house. That's why the world has its chances. Yep. And now we've got one, too. We do have a Chauncey. Well, it's yours. I just like to... I'll it's, pal around with him while I'm over. You know, there's a... There's an element of, of uh, me wanting to uh, not make everyone miserable when they, they come to my apartment. Right. Just select, yeah. select people. Right, right. So, uh, you know, just... Uh, so Chauncey's for everyone. Wow. Yeah. That's great. He may live with me, but he's for everyone. Aww. <laughs> Well, that makes me feel good. I would say I'm all warm inside, but Chauncey's doing too good of a job. <laughs> so, here we are again at Lost Words. That's kind of... a shtick. We are... A terrible podcast. Oh, yeah. That's what we do. Yeah. Mm. And I guess uh, let's get into it then. Yeah? Yeah? Right into it. Let's do this. All right. Yes. Comic books. I love when we do comics. Do you? Yeah, I, I think don't. we've talked about this. I like that more than the movies. For I sure. like the movies more. Really? Yeah. That's so weird. Um, but I tolerate the comics. Mm-hmm. I tolerate the movies. Yeah. There we go. Um, so yeah, Takio, written by Brian Michael Bendis and Michael Avonoming, illustrated by Michael Avonoming. Yeah, they uh, do, oh, they have three names. They do have three, that's, that's what I was going with there. Uh, also created by Olivia Bendis. Is that his daughter? That is his daughter. Colors by Nick Filardi. Letters and production by Chris Eliopoulos. Edited by Jennifer Grunewald. Huh? Book designed by Patrick McGrath. Not Cover designed by Tim Daniel. Business Affairs, Alyssa Bendis. And special thanks to Tacky Soma. Oh, that must be who they named it after. Yes. We will get into that later. That and, and Olivia, obviously. We will get into that oh, later. Okay. <clears throat> mm. Oh, yeah. I think <clears throat> you have some knowledge that I don't. Uh, sort of, mm-hmm. yeah. Well, actually, you have uh, pretty much the exact same knowledge that I do. Oh. It's just going to lead into a rant at some point. Yeah. Uh, okay. <laughs> oh, I love it when you rant. Eh, I mean, I say that, but I never usually rant. Right. I used uh-huh. to be good at that. A ranting? Oh, yeah. Well, we're old now. Yeah, There's no old. anger inside. Yeah. yeah There's no fire in our bellies. Yeah. I'm, I'm angry at shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, just uh, stupid, retarded shit that no one should ever get angry at. And with an inability to express that anger. <laughs> so you're, you're more like perturbed. 
<laughs> like you're, the, yeah, we're no longer uh, uh, revolutionary, angry youth. We're perturbed middle-aged men. Yeah, <laughs> heading that way. Yeah, yeah, I'm. Uh, yeah, yeah, we're, we're rocket sliding into middle age. Yeah, we are. That's pretty cool, though. Because then we can look at stuff and call it kid stuff. Like this book. Like this book. Yeah. It is. All ages. It is. Yeah. Very all ages friendly. One of the very few creator-owned Brian Michael Bendis all ages books. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Although I guess maybe Torso is pretty all ages. Right? Let's <laughs> see. I, I think I've only read Goldfish, but from what I know of Torso, probably not. Yeah. It's, it's about America's first serial killer. Yeah. Yeah. Who happened to live in Cleveland and was uh, chased after by Elliot Ness. Was that true? Oh, yeah. Really? Mm-hmm. Elliot Ness was, uh, he was something in Cleveland, uh, after the whole Al Capone thing. Uh, like a chief for a marshal or something? Uh, like a chief, I think, something like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think he ran for mayor eventually, but lost. Oh. I didn't know that. Yeah. American history, folks, look it up. Wow, yeah. And also Torso, read it. It's a good book. Okay. Maybe I will. Yeah. But Takio. Takio was a book. I did read. That you read? And yeah. I read it. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't dislike it. I yeah, I didn't. I liked it. Uh, I'd say I liked it. I will say this. It's fun. Yeah. It's a really fun book. Mm-hmm. It's a fun all ages book for, for girls. You know, yeah. primarily as the target, I think. Yeah, I believe. Uh, but, you know, I mean, not that it's all, you know... It's not like My Little Pony. Right, right, right. yeah. It's not rainbows and, and unicorns and, and, and uh, stuff like that. It's a superhero and, book. And Corey's. There's no Corey Feldman. No there. Corey Feldman's. No Corey Ham. Because no 13-year-old girl uh, likes uh, <laughs> Corey Feldman. When I was a kid, they did. <laughs> we like Corey Feldman. Oh, yeah. And you can go to uh, ok-panic.net to see how much. We do. We sure loves him. <laughs> God rest us. Well, no, 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 Corey Hammond. He's okay. Corey Hammond. Ford Mill. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know what we're starting to say. Corey Feldman is alive and kicking? Yeah. Corey Hayne? Not. Not so much. Um, you know, it kind of reminded me of Invincible for Kids. Yeah, a little bit. That's kind of what I was getting from it. Yeah, it's got uh, a vibe. And, yeah, because uh, Invincible did a very good job in the first uh, seven issues or so, uh, pretending that it was uh, an all-ages book. Yeah, and then it gets a little uh, dark. It gets super yeah. dark. <laughs> super quick. <laughs> you think maybe that's what uh, Kirkman was intending? Oh, yeah. From the very beginning? I know that he likes to do, like, uh, set up his stories... So that, like, in the first six issues, they're one thing, and then, like, majorly changed the status quo right around like, the sixth issue. Right. And uh, he's done Walking Dead and uh, Stanley Wolfman. What, what was the thing in Walking Dead that he changed? Uh, <laughs> the art? Uh, yeah. well, aside from <laughs> that. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't... Uh, not comfortable. I, I know it's... Uh, yeah, like a, an eight-year-old uh, story at this point. Right. But, uh, you know, there's a uh, a television series <laughs> currently going on. That hasn't got to that point yet? Maybe. Okay. I say, I've, I've only seen the pilot. I didn't know. Yeah. Didn't know. Okay, no spoilers on eight-year-old comics. Yeah, well, again, 
one season of a television show that uh, is very popular. Right. So maybe people aren't reading the comics. Yeah. yeah. I'm just saying. And maybe new people haven't read The Walking Dead. I don't want to ruin The Walking Dead for them. Uh, certainly they've heard of it at this point and maybe bought the first couple of trades, right? Maybe, maybe. But if they haven't, mm. if they haven't, if they're just waiting for that one thing that uh, finally will make them break down and buy that first trade paperback, I don't want to ruin that first trade paperback. Yeah. Because that's where it happens. <laughs> do, 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 do you understand? Yeah. We, we've, I, we've talked about spoilers. Oh yeah. Oh we, yeah. We've had many discussions in we, the past yeah. day. About uh, how we could improve our show, uh-huh. and uh, I mean, like, like we we spoil some things here and there, mm-hmm. but uh, we also like to say that uh, if it's if it's really good that people should check out, we try our hardest not to spoil it. All right. And I'm gonna say that The Walking Dead is really good that people should check that out. At least that first trade. It's at least that first trade, and continue on. Don't listen to Jason about the arts because he's wrong. Uh. <laughs> Uh, and, uh, you know, I don't want, I don't want to ruin that. But can we spoil Takia? Oh, we can spoil Takia, yeah. Um, is it Takio? Is that how you pronounce it? I keep forgetting. I keep pronouncing it Takio. Takio, okay. Takio, okay. Who knows? I don't know. Because it's a book, and it doesn't say what it is. I know, yeah, that's the, that's the thing. Yeah. No one knows. Is it pronounced Stan... Leibowitz, Stan Leibowitz, who knows? That's why I, w- I just call him Stan Lee. I just shorten it. You know. Well, that is his full first name. Stanley. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. <clears throat> I just call him Mr. L. Mr. L. Yeah. I like it. Or Funky Flashman. <laughs> <laughs> Anyhow, Techio. So, Techio. Um. Uh. It's, uh, I, f- I feel like you're reluctant to say that you like it. Because I don't. You don't really like it? But I don't dislike it either. Do you think it's just not meant for you? But it's good? Like it's meant for no. kids or whatever? No. Because cause I, think, I think it's enjoyable. But my problems with it, I think, outweigh my enjoyment. Really? Okay. And oh man, I don't know. Uh, okay, let's let's I guess uh, let's just go into my problems with it. I guess okay. Uh, see if that sparks uh, something between us here. Yeah, like a conversation or <laughs> anything. Uh, um, I think my biggest problem with it is that uh, this is a uh, ten dollar graphic novel. Yeah. It's what would you say? Maybe maybe eighty pages. Maybe eighty pages. Eh, sounds about right. I I actually looked to see if they numbered them because yeah. I was thinking this. I think I think I was thinking the same thing as what you're about to say. Yeah, that uh, you know, uh, Bendis has long been considered sort of the poster boy for uh, decompression in comics, for for making sort of the trend to be you know every story arc should be six issues long no matter what, or longer. Right. Just really... Opening it up, basically. Opening it up, and then I understand that to a point, and sometimes it works really well, and I think of all the people who do that, Bendis probably does it the best. 
Uh, however, like, cause I'm a, I'm a big fan of his. Uh, he's certainly done things that I have not enjoyed. Uh, Secret Invasion or something? Uh, Secret Invasion, uh, I was not a fan of. I don't like, primarily, I don't like anything that he has done superhero wise that is not Ultimate Spider Man or Daredevil. Okay. Uh, like all his Avengers stuff and Avengers related mm-hmm. books. Uh, I have not enjoyed. Uh, but I think Ultimate Spider-Man is consistently one of the best comics being published by any of the two big publishers. Okay. And, uh, his run on Daredevil is astounding and goes right up into, probably even surpasses, like, Frank Miller and, uh, you know, some other classic runs wow. in the book. Wow. Uh, praise. Hmm? High praise. indeed. And, uh... But uh, he's not good at the the whole broad superhero thing, I think. You uh, want the female superheroes, like Wonder Woman? Huh? The broads? Yeah, the, the, the skirts? Yeah, yeah. Well, technically, uh, Spider-Woman was one of the worst comics I've oh, ever read. Oh, well, well, yeah. So there you go. Double Entendre. <laughs> I love the Double Entendre. That's why I just uh, bought Three's Company on DVD. Oh, yeah. well, that's a quality show. Oh, well, yeah. <laughs> Uh, you made me lose my train. Oh, um, no, you're saying, uh, um, that you like more his, uh... Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Uh, well, I mean, like, I, I think the point I was trying to make was that, uh, despite the fact that I don't think he's good at, at uh, general superhero stuff, uh, you know, the Avengers and whatnot, uh, he's very good at uh, the Ultimate Spider-Man, he's very good with Daredevil, uh, <clears throat> but even then, reading those books monthly, uh, it was like you would read an issue in five minutes, and there would just sort of be nothing that really happened. Like the pace is too quick? Or? Pace is really quick, uh, but nothing happens, though. Like, like it's just an entire issue of conversation. I was going to say, I thought, what, I mean, I haven't read much of his stuff. I read some Powers and a couple other things, right. but I always thought he was just very dialogue heavy and it actually like seemed like it took longer to read one of his books for me really yeah. i read his books super quick because of the dialogue yeah because uh, it's pretty snappy dialogue. it's snappy dialogue it flows really well uh uh i think yeah like when i'm reading one of his books i am reading it sort of at the pace that i imagine that these people are actually talking at which is super fucking quick yeah and so I burn through his books, uh, and then occasionally you'll get a book like Ultimate Spider-Man, in which nobody says anything for an entire issue because it's all just action, right. and it's like, why did I spend four dollars on this? <laughs> but it's good. Yeah, <clears throat> still a story. Right. Uh, well, with an eighty-page graphic novel, uh, I really feel that uh, maybe you should try to tell a whole story within that eighty pages. It seems like they are setting this up for a whole series of these. Right. Like, a, I, I can imagine, like, a dozen. Right. <clears throat> and I get that, you know, and, and that's fine. I have no problem with that. But try to tell me a whole story. Yeah. On top of that. Right. Yeah, yeah there's kind of, like, uh, there's a character, Kelly Sue, where she's just kind of left hanging, like, her character, what happens to her. Right. Um, and, and her dad. And, and I, you know, that's... <clears throat> I'm like, I think comics are going towards that, like the 
just graphic novels, there probably won't be as many single issues like 10 years from now, if, right. if any. Uh, and that's fine. Uh, I support the idea of that. I mean, novels have been doing that for years. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, how many people have, you know, uh, like a series of books, you know, the Harry Potter books and then, you know, uh, like the Game of Thrones books right. and stuff like that. I mean, but from what I can gather, though, is that every one of those novels that comes out at least tells, while laying the groundwork for a future novel, right. tells at least one complete story. Yeah. And this really didn't. Oh, uh, well, I mean, I sort of agree, but I sort of disagree because I think it leaves enough open that you want to see where the characters go, but it kind of it has a little closure as far as, like, something definitely changes in the last few pages. Something definitely changes. Uh, and, I mean, stuff happens. But it's like it's like watching the first forty minutes of the Price is Right movie. <laughs> so the the story of the Price is Right. You're like, I don't know who won. You're like, I saw him win the little games. No, no, no. It, it's the origin setup of the yeah. superhero movie. Right. Uh, but usually, then after they set that up, like it keeps going until you get to the end of that. You know, this just feels like the first. 20 to 30 minutes of... of uh, I totally know. see what you mean, though. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, this is like the scene where Spider-Man dons his costume and has his web shooters, and right. he's, like, g- going to go out and uh, fight some crime. Right, and, and then the movie ends. The credits, so, yeah. 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 <laughs> well, to be fair, these guys are busy. They're doing a lot well, of other sure, things. Sure. So. Yeah, uh, the Powers television show is currently filming. Right. Uh, Avon Omen, does, doesn't he do uh, some sort of, like, Age of something or other comic? Uh. Some sort of uh He does mouse something. Mouse something Mice Templar? Mice Templar. He does yeah. that? Uh-huh. Who does, like, is it Age of Bronze? Who does that? I don't know. Okay. I was Age thinking that was him. Oh, maybe, it, maybe it's him. Yeah. Know. Um. Hammer of the Gods is maybe what you're thinking of. Okay. Is that I think that Omen? Was Omen. Yeah. Okay, that's yeah. what I was thinking. I don't think he's done that for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, obviously, I think Powers is still... Being published. It's in the uh, on a random occasion right. here, uh, but yeah, they're busy guys. But uh, you know, I mean, I don't, I don't know. Uh, yeah, I see what you mean. I wonder though if this would be more like um, up a kid's alley, you know, where you know it is like a little chunk of a story. It's not like a really long, giant graphic novel. Right. You know, it's like something that. But I think that eighty pages is plenty. To tell a, a like a big bombastic superhero story that could still appeal to kids, right? You know, and and, and yeah, that's the thing. Like, this isn't a bad book. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just uh, it's, it's too it's too open to be a whole story, uh, <laughs> right? I see. I'm I'm trying to remember. It almost seems to me like I read books when I was a kid, like children's books where uh it did sort of in this way where like you know the characters were just starting like to get go on some adventure or something like but like everything comes together where they like team up and like um they get the nerve to like go out and do something and that's how the book ends and then like maybe later there's a a sequel book where they go on the adventure or something so i don't know i kind of said i don't recall reading any books like that i'm trying to remember what it like you know, it wasn't like, you know, 
the cat in the hat or anything, but I'm thinking like Moja well, Bedelia or something. I don't know. But uh, I kind of get that very, very uh, kids' book vibe from it, but not in an insulting way. Like I don't mean like, like when you were talking about Superman too. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You know, it's dumb, dumb, dumb movies for retards. Yeah. I'm not talking about that. <laughs> um. No. Yeah. I I know exactly what you're saying, but I think it also kind of works. I don't know. I don't know. I just uh, I don't know. Uh, wow, I'm I'm really at a loss to to like describe. I mean, you say you know what I'm talking about, but but like for some reason, like I'm not convinced that I know what I'm talking <laughs> right. about. Right. Well, I mean, it is. It is. It's like. You know, basically, you you learn you learn about these characters, and then like they sort of develop, like they're they're figuring out that they have superpowers basically, right. and uh, and which that's, like the majority of the book, though, right? You know, like there's some conflict at the end, but it never seems like a viable threat, right? Uh, that's true. You know, uh, we, we uh, <clears throat> but it doesn't want to get too scary because it probably is. Meant for like five year olds as well, you know, like yeah, but but uh, yeah, you know, I don't buy that. I don't buy that at all. Yeah, that's uh, that's a bullshit yeah. argument. Yeah, yeah, because uh, kids can handle shit. We've well, yeah. talked about this before. Yeah, you know, like like, and this this is not a book that seems like it's watered down at all either. Yeah, like like he's just scaling back some of his own. You know, tendencies to swear and have you know, right. guts splattered right. everywhere. Right. You know, see any issue of powers. You know, because <laughs> uh, because I would even say that uh, his Ultimate Spider-Man is a knowledge's book as well. Well, I'm not saying kids couldn't handle if it was really dark, but it's but I mean, you know, sometimes a kid's book is perfectly great just to be like a fun little well, sure, sure, fun little romp, you know. But uh, I think I think. When you're in the genre of superheroes, that no matter what, it's going to get a little dark at some point. At least, at least have a scary villain that they right, have to you know, fight. That, that they have to defeat and right. win at the end because that's what superheroes do. Right. Yeah. You know, uh, the Harry Potter books. You know, I've never read them, but from what I understand, that each book gets like significantly darker and and uh, you know scarier. Perhaps this one will as well. Exactly. I've, maybe there's but eight, the thing is, eight more to come. The thing that, uh, you know, that first one still told a whole story. Yeah. And yeah. I keep coming back to that. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Eh, it's kind of a whole story, though, because, like, they they set out on their first adventure, basically, at the end. Their first, like... Yeah, but the book, sh- the first book should be about their first adventure. Right. <laughs> yeah. But isn't this cool to think of it? You know how, like, a lot of superhero books, um... Well, I mean... I guess new ones, as they start out now, you, you basically see their origin, but this would be awesome if this is something that just continues and grows until, like, these characters are older, and, like, you get <clears throat> stories starting from when they're kids and developing their powers all the way up until well, they're, like, you know, adult superheroes. I think that would be really cool. That could be cool. And, uh, but, again, each each installment of that needs to be a thing. Yeah. You know... <laughs> Uh, yeah, that, that I think is the thing that bothers me the most about this book is that this is not its own entity. This is the first chapter of an entity. Right. Yeah. Uh, 
Maybe think of it like uh, where they used to put those, uh, they used to serialize novels or something, you know? Right. People had to read, like, the first, you know, 30 pages and then... Right. And then, like... But then those things cost, like, you know, a penny yeah. or ten <laughs> that's, cents. That's true. This cost me ten bucks. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, okay. I get my discount. Yeah. <laughs> Seven fifty at Mavericks, yeah. But that's still, you know, I mean, I just... It is a chunk. Like, yeah, like, if they do make ten of these... That's a hundred dollars, right? And uh, that's a chunk. And it's kind of like I'm not like outright just accusing Bendis and Oming for doing this, uh, but I kind of am. You know, it's like they they sort of went into this and like, oh, we are popular comic creators. Uh, this is being published through Marvel, even though it says Icon. Right, it's their imprint, but. Uh, that this is uh, going to be such a guaranteed success that we don't have to worry about telling a whole story in this first one because people will buy it anyway. Right. Like, like there should be that fear still inside them that maybe <laughs> says, oh, this might not take off. We should probably at least tell one whole story. Right. But, but uh, okay, here's, here, here's what I will say to argue against that. Like... There is a little bit more conflict than we're letting on because out of the two girls that get the superpowers, one of them off the bat is like, we're superheroes, let's right. go do superhero things. And the other one's like, no, you know, we need to... Oh, yeah, and that's a, it's a fine element of a story. Right. Yeah. yeah. But, but, you know, like things happen and characters do things and by the end, they've both kind of teamed up and they're on the same page. And I think that's kind of a good closing point for the first... First chapter of an ongoing uh, series of graphic novels. I'm just saying that I think that there maybe should have been a chapter two to this book. Yeah, I, it did make me want to go ahead and read the second one. Like when I finished it, I was yeah. like, I was like, okay, yeah, I want to see how this happens, and not like, you know, whenever you read a graphic novel, you're like, wow, okay, yeah, six months now, I'll pick up another chunk. But it, it is more like you're right on the edge of a, uh, you know, something, something happening, and right. it feels like. You know, you can taste it, but you know, then it just kind of ends. It would have been cool to see maybe like maybe one more page at least of uh, some adventure or something. I don't know. Yeah, uh, just I don't know. Yeah, I think like an after the credits scene. Like, something that would have like been that. cool, like yeah. a little bonus bonus story at the end. But uh, I think I just think that for for as many pages as this book is. Uh, there, there's completely enough room to compress the story right. and maybe add a little more to it. And I don't think that that is uh, something that is going to keep kid readers away. Right. I think the fact that it's a comic book will keep children <laughs> readers right. away. Yeah. And ten dollars. Right. Like, but, They'll come into the story and they'll be like, ten dollars? I'm not gonna buy you that. This Punisher Max is only two ninety nine. Take that. <laughs> Punisher Max is only two ninety nine. Well, the old issues, okay. yeah, and the old and the, and the old box. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I, it's a fine story, and I did. Yeah, I got to the end. I wanted to read more, and I think that's why I'm. That's a good thing. Right? Arguing so much right now is yeah. because this book should have had more. Yeah. Yeah, and then. Leave it at a decent place for a second book later down the road. Right. You know. Uh. You know. I mean. Yeah. It's it's interesting. It's got a neat concept. Uh. 
I admire the fact that they they uh, that a they they that Bendis himself you know got his own child involved into you know developing the story. I guess. Yeah, how old is his daughter? I would say seven or eight, maybe. Wow, really? Sure. Wow. Um, I know that uh, the art is really good. Yeah, I, I really like uh, Ava Noming's uh, art style. I like how um, Ava Noming. I don't know if this, this is probably in the script because Bendis is, I would imagine, pretty particular. Yeah. Uh, they never show the mom's face. Like right. it's very like cartoony, like right. like old peanuts or whatever. Let's like say Muppet Babies. Right, right. Let's say that Omain and Bendis have uh, worked together for such a long time that they probably. Uh, I mean, they, I mean, Omen's credited as a writer as well, so he obviously had a hand in developing it. Right. So they probably know each other well enough to, to play to each other's strengths and, yeah. and stuff. And they are a really good team. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, but yeah, still just go back to the thing that I've been bitching about for the last yeah. 20 minutes. It, it does seem more like, uh, like a thick first issue yeah. of a comic. Yeah. Where you'd need, like, no more than four weeks to go by before you read the second chunk. Right, right. Right. Yeah, there, there we go. That's yeah. that's a perfect way to sum that up. I'm with you. All right. All right, let me get on the other problem that I have. Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm going to start this off by saying that this is a problem that uh, is probably all on me. Okay. Uh, <laughs> uh, and it's also partially on Memphis. Oh. But okay. But mostly on me. Ooh, I'm curious. Uh, mostly on me because I'm a nerd and I know things, <laughs> and the fact of me knowing things sort of ruins my enjoyment of this book. Oh, oh. I it's a huge, gigantic pet peeve of mine. Whenever I'm reading a book, or watching a movie, or a TV show, and a character comes on who happens to be named after an actual person. And I know that that is a name of a person. Oh, okay. Uh, and it's it's different. like Because uh, there was an issue of Powers early on in that series where Warren Ellis guest starred. And the character was named Warren Ellis, and it was Warren Ellis. And he, that's fine. Was he, a, he was the comic book writer in, yes. the, in the story? Okay. Yes. Well, yeah. That's sort of like Scooby-Doo. Sort of, sort of. Or, uh, you know, uh, uh, a long, long time ago, uh, my old uh, writing partner and I uh, came up with a uh, comic idea, and we decided that uh, our main character was going to be called Jason Young. And the difference is that uh, it was essentially going to be you. Right. Like, it was going to be your personality, like, uh, how you act, and, and uh, you know, just, it would be you and your name. Whereas, if we had called a character Jason Young, and it was, like, some badass hitman or something like that. <laughs> wait, 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 what are you trying to insinuate? <laughs> that is not uh, something that I enjoy in fiction. You're right. And this book is packed full of people that exist with their names. Okay, I'm with uh, you. Uh, the the tacky, or talky, or whatever, is uh, Michael Avenomi's wife, or girlfriend, whatever. Uh, <laughs> she's not in high school, right? No, she's okay. not a 13-year-old girl. <laughs> okay. uh, Olivia is uh, Brian Michael Bendis' daughter. 
Uh, Kelly Sue is Matt Fraction's wife. Uh, oh, wow. And, uh, and it's simply just because I'm a nerd and I'm on the internet that I know all of that. Yeah. It still bothers the shit out of me. Yeah. Huh. Yeah, I would never have known any of those other than the Olivia thing. I, right. I thought that was kind of cute because, like, oh, he named the little girl after his daughter. Because right. in the beginning, I learned, uh, in the same, you know, like, five minutes that his daughter and the character's name were both Olivia. So right. it didn't really, you know, seem too crazy. Right. But yeah, that's, that's, that's a bit. That's a yeah. bit much. And, and he's done that before. There were characters and powers named, uh, there was, like, two police officers named, uh, Kirkman and Mac. Yeah, like, it's just... Who's Mac? David Mac. Oh, okay. Who is good friends with Bendis. Right. They've worked together a lot. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's just not a thing that, uh... It's something that, uh... Just uh, stops the book or movie or whatever dead in his tracks and says, Hey, look at me! I'm a book or movie or whatever. Right, like, I'm I'm saying hi to my friends and not really thinking about the story right now. Right, right, right yeah. 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 But I will say, if he did put Jason Young as a badass hitman in one of his comics, I would totally love that. Or anybody. Anybody does. Well, uh... I know a guy who writes a comic about Jason Young. Oh, yeah? And, uh, what I think needs to happen is that, uh... Maybe Jason Young needs to go have some experiences as a badass hitman and then write a comic about it. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh, yes. <laughs> like, instead of, uh, instead of, like, trying to recall, like, stories that have, like, oh, that might make an interesting tale, or I learned a lesson from this, I can go out there and make it happen. Yeah, make like, stories. I, I can yeah. just go kill a man. Right. And then write a story. Wow, yeah. Picture Dog Saturn number seven. There you go. <laughs> yeah. Wow. <laughs> Okay, and all I gotta do is uh, get a shiv. And... Oh, really? That's how you're gonna? I mean, yeah, I'll just stab somebody in the grocery and then run okay. away. Right. Yeah, I'll right. run away and let them bleed to death in the frozen food section. Okay, well, see, now we're getting into tachyo areas here, and that's just the beginning of a story. Oh. <laughs> what I want to know is what you're gonna do after that. Well, I figure it's a children's book, so I might as well end it right after the shiving, and then you know, because. <laughs> You know, that's where kids will probably trail off, and then, you know, they don't want to see, uh, you know, the cops chasing me all on the same day. They want to go out and play their DS or whatever. Do they have DSs anymore? Uh, I don't know. No. I think so. Really? I, wow. I think uh I think I saw a woman at uh, GameStop buy one for her kid. Wow, really? Yeah. yeah. That's cool. Yeah. Probably just because she remembers having one when she was a kid. Uh, Maybe. Maybe. Yeah. And then she uh, bitched about how her son broke her iPhone. Oh. Well, she wasn't really bitching. She was just sort of laughing at it. Because she was buying the DS because he broke his previous DS. Oh, of course. Yeah, just keep on buying them until he doesn't break them anymore. Yeah. Well, it was used, so, you mm-hmm. know, or at least the one she bought at GameStop was. That reminds me, I, today, um, I saw the cutest kid, like, I mean, <clears throat> me and Kathleen walk into this Chinese restaurant in Xenia, and we see this kid, he had so to be like... Start of a joke. <laughs> no, no, okay. a, he, he was like two years old. And he was like the cutest, just adorable. You know, he had these little kid shorts on. And the target audience for Tacchio. Target audience for Tacchio. He had a bib on that had like a, like a, it almost looked like Nibbler from Futurama. It was like this little bee or something with a giant head. And I was like, oh, this kid's adorable. Look at this kid. He's just standing there by himself like he's like 
you know, looking around, you know, like peering around. Shat himself. <laughs> no, no, but he pulled out. He pulled out like the most. He pulled out like a five hundred dollar phone. He's like two years old, and it, and he's like walking around with it, looking for his mom, and, like trying to like. Which I don't was, know if he's. Was there a picture on the phone? It was. It was just black. It was just blank, okay, you know. Right, right. But but he's walking around with like some invaluable piece of technology, and it's like he he could have like shoved that up his nose. I mean, right. Two years old. Wow. But he was super cute, though. Super cute. I like kids. Mm. <laughs> if I have a kid, would you be their godfather? Mm. If you ask. Oh, really? Yes. Okay. Do, I, uh, do I get to do my Marlon Brando impression? Oh, yeah. In, in the last thing in Paris? Uh, I was thinking more Superman, too. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> well, it is for kids. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, as I said, I don't, I don't want to have to go get mustard and yeah. whatever they use and... I have to explain uh, my, to my kid, you know. Actually, you know, I'd probably just be more like my own brand from the doc- island of Dr. Moreau. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but only if I can find a uh, 12-inch version of, or a 12-inch person to uh, dress up like me. Oh, yeah? Yeah. 12-inch person? Yeah. Did you not see the uh, Marlon Brando uh, island of Dr. Moreau? I did. He had, like, a, like a guy that would... Uh, Follow him around. It was dressed exactly like him. Oh, oh, yeah. yeah. Was he only twelve inches? Yeah, yeah he probably was. Yes, yeah. he was. Like a little, little, little person. Yeah, he was a real person. Yeah, yeah. not a special effect. Okay. <laughs> I, that movie was so awful. I couldn't even finish it. I saw it twice. Wow. In the theaters. You're lucky. It was free. Yeah. <laughs> Man, yeah, Marlon Brando. He's made some bad movies. Yeah. No, that that being the top of the list, I think. Eh, maybe, maybe. Uh, did you ever see the score with uh, Robert De Niro and uh, Ed Norton? Uh, I don't think so. Uh, was it Mike Norton? <laughs> <laughs> and I did not. I did not see either one, either version. <laughs> uh, it's an okay movie. It's a heist movie. Yeah, I'd, I'd watch it then. But Brandism? Uh-huh. Brando and De Niro, huh? Brando, De Niro, and, and Norton. Ed Norton. Yep. Wow. That's, a, that's the trifecta. Yeah, it's an impressive uh, cast for an adequate movie. Yeah, just okay. <laughs> yeah. It's, worth... it's one of those movies that uh, if you're just lounging around on a Sunday and it's on cable, mm-hmm. go ahead and watch it. Right. Yeah. But don't, like, make plans to watch it. Yeah, right, yeah. Right. Or if you, uh, like, pick it up at the library or whatever, you know, it'd be a good movie to have, like, you know, draw too. Okay. Yeah. All right. Oh, maybe I'll do that. Yeah. Like literally all those things. Yeah. Yeah. Pick up the library, draw to it. Yeah. Lay around on the Sunday. Lay around on Sunday. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're too busy on Sundays to lay around. That's true. Sunday's uh my not my day of rest. Yeah. yeah. Um thank you. Is there something else? Uh oh um do you think there was any sort of uh statement on Bendis' part, and this is just me, like, always trying to kind of read into, like, where they're going, sure. with, uh, how the, uh, the mad scientist-ish guy in that book is talking about how, uh, he created something, and, uh, the large company he works for wants to take it away from him. Right. Do you think there's any, uh, Bendis in there, in that character? Well, I don't know. I don't think so. No? Because he's primarily, uh... Worked for hire. Well, no, because, like, he made his name doing creator-owned stuff, and mm-hmm. that's still... But, I mean, at, at the companies, he hasn't really created any characters for Marvel or DC, other than an icon, right? 
Yeah, I guess he really hasn't. He's only just worked with... Established. I mean, he's created some characters. Mm-hmm. But uh, for the most part, yeah, I guess he has only done established characters. Okay. Huh, that I, is, I don't know. I'm just curious if that was like some sort of jab from him. You know? Yeah. Because now that I think of it, like uh, Ultimate Spider-Man, the only original villain that I can think of uh, was uh, a character named Geldof. <laughs> which was a terrible name. Is that, is that, is that a, a reference to Bob Geldof? Most likely. Yeah. Is he friends with him? He hangs out with David Mack and Bob Geldof? <laughs> he probably just really likes the Pink Floyd the Wall movie. <laughs> well, who doesn't? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> terrible movie. Yeah, know. yeah, not good. Uh, that's another thing. He comes up with terrible names. If he did, just come up with Geldof. Yeah, and, you know, uh, <laughs> like, like, okay, the, these two girls who who suddenly gain superpowers. Who I don't know. It's just really kind of unclear in the book. Do they need to be around each other to make the powers work? Uh I hadn't thought of that. Yeah. I mean, they were always around each other, kind of. Right, yeah. But, uh, yeah. uh, two characters don't get one superhero name. In this book, they do? In this book, they do, and that's wrong. Yeah. Well, they're, that's like their team name. Like, if there was, like, you know, eight of them, they would be called, like, you know, the Wildcats or X-Men or something. Right, right. But, but uh, they're just like a duo. It'd be like if Batman and Robin were called, you know, Bruce and... Bruce. Bruce, yeah, Bruce, yeah, yeah. That'd be good. I think it would have. I think that book would have caught on. You know, it would have become something yeah, instead yeah. of just you forgettable. Know, it was like it lasted like, yeah, I don't know, till like the late thirties, early forties, and then yeah. no one's ever heard of him. Well, Tim Burton tried to make that uh, movie in the late eighties. Frank and Weenie. Yeah. Like, it was based on that, but, like, you couldn't even tell. Right. Oh, yeah, because yeah. it's a dog. Right. It's like a, right. I, I hear uh, DC's actually trying to bring it back, though. Really? They're, they're redoing a number one of uh, of the book that was in, I think it was called Detective Comics, huh. coming in September. Really? Mm-hmm. Oh, man. It's not going to go well. Yeah. It's not even, uh, they, but they scrapped the whole dog Frankenstein thing. And they're just going with a, a man in a bat suit again. It didn't work the first time. I, exactly, that's what I'm saying. But maybe they'll call it Bruce. And then, uh, uh, well, but they called it Detective. Oh, or you're just like, it's, that's the story that would be in it. Right, it would, Bruce. Yeah, they would, okay. that would be the team name. Right, yeah. right, it's okay, I got you. It'd be like a backup story then, uh, like of a detective. Oh, right, right. It's actually, you know, well, like, they couldn't hold the title. I mean, right, okay. Yeah, they right, would right. just, like, if you, if you see those old detective comics, you know, there's always like, Couple of stories, in right? There. Right. That's what I'm talking Sometimes about. Sometimes Batman's yeah. not even on the cover. Yeah. Right. Right. So. <sighs> Back comes for good. That's right. Thirties. Yep. The golden age. That is what they call it. That is. Yep. What do they call this age? Is it still modern? Uh. Or has it got like some other metal name? I think this is modern age. I guess. This is forever. It's modern. Yeah. So is are we always in modern age? And they'll call like. The previous modern age, something else, Maybe, like eventually, I guess, and then eventually this will not be the modern age. Anymore. I guess so. Yeah, I don't know what they would call it. Hmm. We've already had a golden age, and then we had a silver age, and a bronze age, and a bronze age, which I'm still entirely unclear about. Yeah, because at least I know 
When I say Silver Age... Everybody knows. I know kind of what uh, I'm referring to. I think Bronze Age is that mid-70s, like, Howard the Duck, Man-Thing era. Okay. Like, so Master of Kung Fu. Horror comics? And yeah. Just, like, non-superhero well, books? Rom, and, yeah. I mean, I guess Rom was, like, sort of a superhero. Right. Space Knight. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't know. So when did that end? I'd say, like, early 80s, probably. I don't know what they started calling it after that. I don't know. Hmm. Because you know there's actually a titanium age? Did you know that? I did not. I didn't know that until, I think, last year. I was looking through an old, uh, uh, or not an old uh, Overstreet, but I was looking through the beginning of the Overstreet, and there's this little section at the beginning that's, like, alphabetized all separately by itself, like, mm-hmm. in, like a good 20 pages, and they call it the titanium age. So well, what is that? It's like stuff from, I, I forget the years exactly. It's like 1910s, 1920s, something like that. Were there even comics back then? <laughs> yeah, of course. Wow. Apparently. Uh, we don't have any Mavericks for right, that area. Right. So is that when Superman was around? <laughs> Superman, yeah. Right. I think I think so. No. I don't know. I don't know when that guy came around. Actually, I don't know if he's ever had his own comic. I think it was just movies because I think number one of that book is actually coming out in September as well. Really? Yeah. Superman number one? Yep. Wow. Mm-hmm. Oh, that'll be worth a lot, right? Yeah, probably. Yeah? yeah. Enough huh. to send your kids to college or whatever. Not to or enough to? Oh, no. Enough to. Yeah. Oh, oh, sweet. Yeah. Can I reserve your copy? Yeah, can I get like five copies maybe? All you gotta do is write it down on a piece of paper, hand it to me, and you're golden, buddy. <laughs> It's like clockwork. Because I would never lose a piece of paper that you handed me and tell me what titles you want me to save. That never happens, ever. (laughs) Alright. Any any thoughts or more on Takio? Um, I would actually read the second one. Yeah, Yeah, I think it's good. I would too. Uh, You know, probably be angry at that one at the end too yeah so. you know what it did make me want to do is is catch up on invincible that's really what it did because it reminded yeah. me so much like especially the scene where there's like a, a very like cinema-esque scene where there's like two or three pages of the same shot uh like a wide angle shot of them like behind a dumpster power lines or something sure. trying to figure out their powers and uh that scene was very well done and like kind of cute and fun and interesting and well written I, mean, I would like to reiterate just you know for 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 clarity's sake mm-hmm. that you know despite all my complaining, uh, I thought this was a super fun book, mm-hmm. and I think it it is, I think it's potentially a great book for, you know, all ages to read and then you know to, you know uh, to to distribute to to the chittens. Yeah, yeah. You know, uh, you know so so. You know, don't listen to me. Uh, you know, just go. I think we sold a surprising amount of them. Like, I think we ordered three or four of them, which for us, you know, a $10 graphic novel not based on an established character right. is a decent amount. And uh, we sold them out and ordered some more and sold them out. I don't think we have any, so right. I'll restock it. Sweet. Uh, anyway, you were... I was just going to say, it kind of made me want to go back and catch up on Invincible because I've only read the first couple of trades and... I really liked them, and this reminded me a lot of what I liked about them. Yeah, yeah. Uh, this made me want to uh, figure out where I left off on powers and uh, pick that back up. Yeah. Uh, for some 
for whatever reason, I just kind of stopped reading it, and I could not even tell you the why. Just like just a combination of finances and just a regular schedule. A regular schedule, I think, hurt it a lot. Because you were buying single issues, right? Yeah, yeah. And uh, but yeah, it really made me want to kind of figure out where I where I stopped buying it and Mm -hmm. uh, pick it back up from there. Uh, Just because I like. And, like, I read Ultimate Spider-Man every month, but for some reason that does not remind me of his other work. Really? Yeah, it just it makes me think of really good Spider-Man stories. So he's got just completely different tones for that? But no, he doesn't. Hmm. <laughs> hmm. Okay. Because uh, that's a, a quibble I have with his writing style, is that uh, sometimes a lot of his characters all sound alike. All right. Like, like all their dialogue it's is... It's delivery. And yeah, whatnot. yeah, the same. I've much. never read his Ultimate Spider-Man. Yeah. I don't have to do that. It's really good. Uh, it's 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 a fun Spider-Man comic mm-hmm. that has you know moments of darkness and stuff like that, but it's pretty much always readable. Hmm. Uh, the first trade is out. I might pick it up. Uh, yeah, I even started the beginning. Despite oh, the, the old that, series. Uh, Mark Bagley drew it. You're not yeah, not a fan of Bagley. I'm not a fan of Bagley. Yeah. And, uh, I I think he's a competent storyteller. He's not like. An artist, I would like, you know, put a pin up on my wall by him. Right. But, but I think I think he's a decent artist. That's just not one that I'm a fan of, really. Yeah, I would uh, I would agree with you on storytelling, but uh, I don't think uh, I don't think he's good otherwise. Um, but yeah, this this just made me want to you know read some more powers. Sweet, especially also kind of excited. Because you know, they're they're putting the uh, television show into production. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Kind of has my uh, Jones in a little bit for it. So. Well, ho- hopefully he has enough time to do another Takio. Because I don't I don't think it's been in previews yet. Uh, second one. Yeah. Yeah. I don't read previews. Yeah. I'm sure. Don't read previews and stuff. Uh, when he uh, starts pumping it out, because it's like. Online, like he was talking about this book for like three months before. Oh, right. It was even in previews at all, so. Excited about it. Yeah. Well, his kid's all grown up now, probably. Yeah, probably. She's so, 30. She's like, this is ridiculous, Dad. I'm gonna read, I'm gonna read Torso and go to bed. <laughs> Alright, well, let's take a break. Alright. All right. We all cried at the ending. We all stayed for the credits. And I get my ticket as a souvenir We found our way by the usher's light To the place outside Parked the bikes underneath The neon sign Matinee Why go late When the movies are cheaper during the day We come down about twice a week To put our feet on theater seats Admission's cheap And the soda's free well, my best friend's girl worked a ticket stand The boss is gone, she gets us in We all see 
Ticket stand, the boss is gone. She gets us in, we all see the matinee. Hey, 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 why go late when the movie is cheaper during the day? Matinee. And welcome back to Gutter Trash. Hello. Hey. So that was uh, weird. Yes, it was. Um, it's like that. What's that? What's that? A uh, Fresh Prince movie with the robot skull, kooky? Hancock. Hancock. No, no, no. I wanted to say AI, but it's not AI, is it? Uh, six Degrees of Separation. <laughs> no. No, the one with the robots, they go crazy. just don't understand. <laughs> That's true. But uh, what I don't understand is why Chauncey flipped out and decided to shake up your Barks root beer while we were both out of the room. Uh, yeah, I like how you uh, have uh, attributed <laughs> that to the... Very limitedly mobile fan. <laughs> when um, you were left here in the room all alone while I was gone. I, you went to the bathroom. I immediately was like, I am out of my iced tea. I need to go get me a glass of water. So went and got a glass of water. Um, yeah. left, leaving Chauncey in here unattended. Uh-huh. As I thought he was the third chair. I thought, you know, yeah, yeah. he was capable of being left alone like this. Apparently I'm. I'm mistaken. Well, I am more inclined to believe that Chauncey, my friend, uh-huh. who I put together just two days ago, you gave built, him life. You built him. Uh, would do such a thing to me. Whereas you were in the room when I left. Right, right. And when I came back, not even a minute later, you're still here in the room. I <laughs> I tell you, I tell you, if there was a camera on this wall, we would know the true, uh, true, uh, culprit here. Yeah, your Bark Street Beer erupted. Yes, it did. And, uh, just assuming for a slight second that you did not shake it up. That's right. Like I 100% suspect you of doing. Right. Uh, it had only been sitting here for the past hour. Yeah. Untouched. Like, like, not even moved a little. That's bizarre. And when I opened it, it just, uh, it came all over my desk. Yeah. Yeah. And your computer. Yep. 
Okay, my phone. And my monitors. Not the microphone, though. That's that's good. I guess. Well, it looks like I'm recording. No. <laughs> well, I, you know. I would not do that to anyone once I reached, you know, I'd say the age of eight. I never did that again. So, uh. That's pretty bizarre. Okay, I'm not going to blame Chauncey if you don't blame me. We can all agree to write it off as a mystery. All right. That's fine. Okay, no hard feelings. But I'm watching you, Chauncey. I'm watching you. (laughs) But no hard feelings. All right. All right. (laughs) We're the Three Musketeers again. Yes, all right. Uh, Six super five. I don't know what that means. You know, the Three Musketeers would go really well with the Barks. Oh, yeah. Barks Root Beer. Man. Actually, probably not. Really? You don't think so? I don't like the taste of chocolate and uh, carbonated soda. Oh, okay. Yeah. But uh, root beer like, lends itself well to, like, you know... A sweeter... Yeah. yeah root beer flows. Oh, well, yeah. 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 Point conceived. Yeah? yeah. Sweet. <laughs> <laughs> <coughs> So yeah, here we are doing this thing that we do. Uh-huh. This show that two people listen to. Me and you. Uh now three three now that Chauncey's here. Uh I don't listen. I'm pretty sure you don't listen. Well I listen as we record it. And but... Chauncey doesn't have ears. No. Oh. He has he has a uh, prank sight. He has prankster hands too. And that too. Hey, no blaming. Oh that's right. right. Three musketeers. <laughs> um, but yeah, no one listens. No one listens. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that's something that uh, I'd like to try to rectify. Oh yeah, yeah. I'd like uh, to get yeah, the listener, huh? You'd like to get the listeners. I would like to get uh, more than just the two listeners we currently have. Mm-hmm. Uh, I guess I guess technically we have three. Mm-hmm. Although I haven't heard from one of them in, in a few weeks. Yeah. So who knows? Maybe we only have the two. Right. So Brian John Mitchell, Kurt Dins, and maybe James Abels are mm-hmm. our listeners. I'm sure we got a couple more. You know what? If we do, uh, they are certainly well hidden and do not like to talk to us. Yeah. Yeah. I would, I would like that to change. Mm-hmm. Except for that one guy. I don't want him listening or talking to us. You know who I'm talking about. Um, maybe. That's it. Mm-hmm. Let him remain a mystery to himself. But you're trying to get more listeners. Uh, yeah. As opposed, to al- as opposed to alienating right. the few we have. Yes. <laughs> hey, the people I mentioned my name, they're more than welcome to listen. Yeah. They're right. more than welcome to remain our listeners and our friends. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> but I would like to have more listeners. Who aren't our friends? So how do we do that? I don't know. We got to get better. We have to get better. I put a call out on the Facebook and the Twitters mm-hmm. uh, yesterday to find out, get some honest opinions from the people who actually do listen to us, uh, to to see what we can do better, how we can improve, uh, if we like, just just something, anything, any feedback, any fucking. Amount of small feedback. <laughs> We're throwing these uh, these uh, notes and bottles out into the water for 139 episodes now. Yeah. Uh, It'd be nice if uh, maybe more than just Brian commented yeah. on the episode. And 
I love the fact that Brian comments on every episode. Brian's amazing. Yeah. It'd be nice if he helped promote our uh, thing that we did. But, uh, you know, whatever. Uh, <laughs> well, we can promote it right now. Yeah, we could. That's we one could. thing we could do. We could promote stuff. To to our three listeners. <laughs> I don't know the name of the website. Do you? Uh, Is it Aftershock? Aftershock.blogspot.com, maybe? Okay. Or Aftershockcomic.blogspot? There's a... Yeah. <laughs> Google Aftershock. Google Aftershock and comic, and probably you'll find it. Yeah. Uh, you can also go to BigUglyRobot.com, which is the website of uh, Adam Passon. Passon? I think it's Passon. I don't know. I don't know. P-A-I-S-O-N. Yeah. He's he, uh... Oh, I was just gonna say what I think you're saying right now. Oh, go, ahead, go ahead. Go ahead. No, no, he's I'm tired of talking. <laughs> he's uh, he put put together this anthology, and that Eric and I both contributed to it, along with many, many people more talented than us. Yes. So it's not just us. You're uh, spending your money on, nope. which is a is always a good place to spend your money, right. ladies and gentlemen. But there's so much more. Yeah, so much more. And honestly. You're technically not spending any money on us because we don't see any of that. We don't see any of that money. And we don't want to see any of that money. That's right. Because it's not not for us. That's right. But uh, it's a book called Aftershock, and it's a uh, charity book to help disaster relief in Japan uh, from the uh, earthquake and tsunamis that they experienced uh, a couple months back. Mm -hmm. And uh, I'm sure that... uh, with all the other tragedies and things happening in the world, people probably forgot all about Japan. Like your Amy Winehouse and... Uh, and uh, Norway terrorism. Right. Uh, okay. which, which are also terrible things. Mm-hmm. Well, the Norway ter- uh, terrorism is. Uh, <laughs> I, would uh, con- I would contribute to an Amy Winehouse uh, relief, you know, uh, pay, help pay for, uh, I don't know, what, what whatever she needed to pay for. If she owes some drug dealers some money or whatever. Uh, Pretty sure that goes to default when okay. you die. Oh, really? Yeah. The drug dealers, they, they don't get their money. No. no. That is fucked up. Yeah. That is fucked up. Yeah, well, you know. It's, drug uh, dealers need a union. You know? Where's the union for those people? They're out there working the streets, literally. Um, wow. That's a dangerous job. Yeah, and yeah. to not get paid. I mean, half your clients are probably going to overdose. And right. Die. Yeah. You know? So, I mean, it, it's not like this is a... You know, a rare occasion here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That happens. That happens. You got your Heath Ledgers, your Don Knotts. I mean, like. Yeah, yeah. That's too bad. Yeah, I forgot what we were actually talking about. Oh, uh, Aftershock. Uh, Were were we done with that? (laughs) No, no, we were saying uh, donate uh, some money. I think it's like 20 bucks, right? Uh, 20 bucks to get a a hard copy of the book. Mm -hmm. Uh, You can donate as little as a dollar if you like. Nope. And you can donate up to uh, $200 or more. Yeah. And, uh, you can donate any amount of money you like uh, if you find the uh, Kickstarter page, and it'll tell you uh, what kind of goodies you would get for the amount uh, you donate. Mm-hmm. Sweet. Uh, but yeah, it's, uh, it's a charity book that we contributed. We have uh, stories in it. Uh, one of them stories is good, and one of them isn't. <laughs> oh, they're both good. Well, one of them's good. Quit making fun of my story. It's good. Uh, I'm just going to say that uh, the guy who wrote uh, the good story is in this room. (laughs) Wow. Chauncey wrote a story in that book? (laughs) 
<laughs> well, that's where he was, uh, that's where his parts were made. Oh, that's probably true. <laughs> wow, he survived the tsunami to come over here and cool us down so that we could write a story about the tsunami. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. That is crazy. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's for a good cause. Check it out. Brian, John, Mitchell. <laughs> or any other listener. Uh, Kurt and James. Yeah. Wait. No, there. Sorry. Hmm? Sorry. Ah. I had a thought that was uh, incorrect. Then I realized it was incorrect. No. After I thought it. Okay. Um. Um. Other than that. I want listeners. Yeah. How do we do that? Mm, they should tell us. Yeah. What makes you happy? What makes you sad? Please tell us. Mm-hmm. Uh, every single person who listens, please just fucking write to me. <laughs> Send us an email. Send us a comment on the Facebook page. I believe I should have probably looked that up. I can look that up. Yeah. I just gotta get my phone. Right. Distract people for a minute. Okay. I, uh, I did some, uh, some watching this morning. Oh. I was gonna, I was gonna mention this. I uh, went over to my lady friend's house today. Uh-huh. We decided to do uh, after you know we we saw the cute little kid with a five hundred dollar iPhone at the Chinese restaurant. We decided to do some crafting slash drawing time. So I did my my drawing while she did her crafting. And you should learn how to sew. I know how to sew. Okay, well, sir. In fact, I'll be. Well, not no, no, not like crochet. Well, then or fuck you! I can like fix stuff though. Like if I have, I have a rip. I was talking about like knitting and patterns oh, and making clothing, like like a quilt and, and stuff like and that. whatever it is that she does that you can't do, even though you just now tried to declare that you could do it. I, I just said I can, so I can. Uh, I can like patch up things with rips and tears and whatnot. That's bullshit. <laughs> there we are. But uh, so while we were doing this. Uh, she's been on this supernatural tear. She's, uh, watching every episode of the TV show Supernatural. Supernatural, a show that is, uh, executive produced, and I believe the head writer is, uh, Ben Edlund of The Tick. Yeah? Yeah. I saw his name on the producer credits, so he, he didn't write the two that I watched today. But, uh, but, uh, they were pretty good. Yeah. They were pretty good. They weren't. Amazing or anything, but they were just like fun, good, spooky X Files ish drama ish that you know still had funny parts too. Um, I would say check them out if you haven't. I was never able to get into that show. Really? Yep. Hmm. I uh, you know, it's no Breaking Bad. It's no Rescue Me. It's I don't need every show to be like that, but. uh... You know, like, uh, I watched, I think, the first six episodes of that show, and, uh, just, you know, I just could not, uh, could not enjoy it. Uh, <laughs> I don't know why. Uh, I think possibly just because it had a, a reek of Smallville about it that I, uh, do not like. Right. Yeah, there was a couple times where it was a little cheesy, but, uh, overall, I'd say it was fun. I was pleasantly surprised. But, um, um, other than that, I may 
make it to the theaters of Captain America this week, which, which is kind of exciting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you're you're uh, disappointed that I'm I'm not seeing Super Eight instead. Yes. Well, I'm seeing that with my girlfriend. When? We don't know when yet. Well, I believe you should go see that before you see Captain America. But uh, she can't go with me the time. I'm going to go see Captain America like on a weekday morning. Doesn't she want to see Captain America? I believe she's a comic king fan. I believe she is there right now seeing Captain America. Really? Yeah. Well, then why aren't you there? Because I'm going going some weekday morning this week. I I, I don't like seeing movies in the evening. Sunday evening. Yeah, still. I guess it is opening weekend. I wouldn't know either. Yeah. <clears throat> All right. If you go to facebook.com slash gutter trash podcast and leave us a comment. What was it again? Facebook. Facebook.com slash gutter trash podcast. Okay. One word. Okay. And uh, leave us a comment. Okay. Like us even. Or if, if you're, you're a fan, if yeah. you're a listener. Or if you hate us, let us know why. Yeah. Yeah, if you hate us, tell us uh, how we can fix it. Yeah. Well, we probably won't listen, because, yeah, 140 episodes in, we're kind of in a groove. <laughs> but it's a terrible groove. <laughs> when did you get our groove back? Uh, Stella did. Yeah? you got to ask her. Mm. Anyway, Captain America. Yeah. So I might go see that this week. Yeah. Like Tuesday morning or Thursday morning. Yeah. Super 8 first. Yeah. Make it a double feature. Go, uh, uh, I don't know, whatever. I'm not here to save your relationship. Your <laughs> obviously broken relationship. <laughs> it's broken because I won't go see Captain America with her? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, that makes sense. <laughs> I just want to make sure I had my finger on it. <laughs> Are you uh, are you seeing the Captain America film this week? Uh, no, no, nope. I will probably wait three more weeks before I go see it. No, because I hate people. Yeah, groups Especially of people, especially movie theater people. They are some of the worst people I've ever been around. Yep, and you've been around magic people. Mm-hmm. See, what does I tell you? Well, <laughs> we've we've uh, me and Jeremy when we went to the theater, we've we've. Uh, at least, especially him, he's had a story where some of our magic customers are in there being those movie theater jackasses. So they're the same. They're Can you imagine? Same. I That's, can't imagine. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> and not to say all magic people are obnoxious assholes, because only are. only 99% of them are. <laughs> um, it would be cruel to say across the board. They're all fucking idiots and assholes. Because that's not true. One in every hundred, decent human being. But uh, apparently, uh, not the ones that go to the theaters around right here. Right, right. Uh, I think it's safe to say that uh, of any new listeners we try to uh, recruit to the show, we don't want them to be magic players. <laughs> oh, I don't mind. I don't mind. Oh, I do. Yeah? Yeah. It's so weird. It's so weird. Uh, I really do like a lot of our Magic players. I really do. But uh, 
But then why do you bitch about them every single but, time? Because they're around. so relentless. And, and, and uh, I'd say half of them are assholes and jerks and ne'er-do-wells. But uh, I'd say a good 40-50% of them are, yeah, jerks. But... But yeah, I'm uh, I'm looking forward to seeing Captain America. Yeah. I've heard uh, really good reviews about it so far. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm just not gonna. I'm not gonna fight the crowd. I'm not gonna sit through any crowd. Not anymore. I'm done. Yeah. I'm with you. I am with you. Yeah. Uh, if uh, if I still had a job where I didn't have to work in the mornings, I'd totally go see movies like in the in the mornings and in the days. Mm-hmm. Because, uh, that's when, uh, they're not there. Plus, matinees. Matinees cheaper? Yeah. yeah. Like, Damien Drado has a song about going to the movies during the day. Because yeah. it's cheaper. Yeah. He, he knows what it's like. Yeah. I now have an ounce of respect for Damien Drado. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> I'll play that song and then you'll hate him again. Yep, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Already do. <laughs> Done. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Um. Yeah. I, 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 I got yeah. Uh, just uh, look seriously. I, I just really want I want to grow our listenership, not shrink it. Yeah. Uh, despite my best efforts to do the opposite. <laughs> uh. <laughs> uh. Like, well, I know I'm an asshole, and it's partially a character I play on here. But uh, I, I really do want people to listen to the show, and I want to know how we can be better at this. Uh, I, I think I think we have the makings of a good show. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, man, it would be awesome if we were a, a must listen to really type show. Wow, like one of those. Yeah, like a good. I, I want someone other than you know maybe Brian or Kurt to say that we are their favorite podcast. You know, that would be high praise. I want someone. I want to be someone's favorite. Really? Yes. Yeah. You're my favorite podcast. Well, you're my favorite podcast. Aww. And that's all that matters. Yeah. Chauncey, what do you think? Oh, he. He's, is yeah, he said he likes Ligma. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's shorter. And honestly, Lignite's my favorite Yeah, it is better. Yeah. If I had to listen to one, it would be Lignite. <laughs> Me too. Luckily, luckily, I don't have to listen to either. <laughs> hey, technically, hey. Prefer not to listen to either. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh yeah, maybe we'll get some feedback. We'll get it going. I really hope so. Mm-hmm. This isn't the first time we've uh, you know tried to, to call out people, mm-hmm. and uh, you know the, those last times did not work either. Yeah, uh, would really like people to respond. Uh, if your names are not Brian John Mitchell, Kurt Dins, or James Abels. Please respond to us. Yeah. And uh, throw out some suggestions, throw out some comments. Just say hi. Say fucking hi, people. (laughs) And if you do like the show, suggest it to others. Say, hey, this is a show that I listen to. Notice how I did not say enjoy. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Listen to it. If you listen to this show, make other people listen to it. You shouldn't have to suffer alone. Exactly. You know? <laughs> Get a group of people together, lock them in your basement, uh, pull, uh, look up the host episode or the, you know, just 
Yeah, expose them to the torment you've endured. <laughs> Other lives. Oh, man. Yeah, we should just erase some of this. You know? <laughs> Premier's Ergot. That one is gone, right? Or is no, it gone? I brought that back. Okay, it's yeah, back. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I finally decided that uh, I'm okay with uh, what I said about David Ely. Yeah. Did you did you say more about him during the review of Kramer's, or more about him when we reviewed My Brain is Hanging Upside Down? Uh, I just uh, I got really uh, uh, really more amplified about okay. him Kramer's. Amplified is a good way to say. It. Yeah. I was gonna say vulgar. I don't know. I don't know what I was gonna say. <laughs> I can't remember. It's been a while. It's yeah. been a couple of years. It has been a couple of years. We have been doing this for three years. That is longer than some podcasts. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that should be our, our new tagline for the year. We've been doing this longer than some podcasts. It just kind of trails off at the end there. <laughs> Oh. <clears throat> like even your lady friend refuses to listen to shows. She hates us. Uh, my other co-host refuses to listen to this show. Come on, people, fucking support us, please. <laughs> you fucks, you asshole, cocksucking fucks. That's the way to get them. <laughs> Sweet talk them. <laughs> I'm kidding. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, you're like you're like the guy that beats his wife. He's like, <laughs> he slaps her, and he's like, "I'm sorry, I'm sorry, baby." Then he hits her again, and he's yeah. like, "You know, I don't know what I don't know what came over you. You know, I love you. You know, I love you." They made me do this. Yeah, it's their own fault. You yeah. fucking whore. I mean, I love you. <laughs> no, but seriously, I I really do. Uh, I'm. I like doing the show. I have fun sitting here talking to you 80% of the time. Yeah, maybe, maybe too, 60, 70% of the time, yeah. yeah, yeah. And, and that's, that is 100% understandable. Because I am not a good person to be around. Oh, you. And, uh, but, uh, but, but, uh, d- despite that, I, I still really love to hear from people. Yeah. So, come on, folks, uh, send us a message, drop us a line. Come on. We were thinking about contests. Uh, we're thinking about maybe putting together some sort of live show. Uh, you know, things are in the works here. We're, we're not going to stop, but we would really like to know how to get better. So lend us a hand. Give us an ear. Uh, draw some blood. Yeah. Uh, whip out your dicks. Yeah. Uh, that always works. Oh, yeah. Uh, tip your waitresses. Come on, folks. Get back to us. Have your pay- pets spayed and neutered. Whatever. Do it up. Chop some balls. Yep. You know, uh... Get your shots. Yeah. Get them, yep. get them early. Yep. Get that flu shot early. Vote early, vote often. <laughs> I think you're actually going to vote once. Huh. Yeah. Uh, I believe so. Tippa Canoe and Tyler too. <laughs> I, uh... I know of one way we can, uh... May the force be with you. Get some, uh, listeners uh, excited. Mm-hmm. Is uh, if you uh, pick a really good movie to watch next time. Okay. Right. I thought our last movie was pretty good. What was our last movie? Rubber. Oh, yeah, that was pretty I yeah. Did I tell you I watched it a second time? Yes, you did. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Me and my brother watched it. Nice. He liked it as well. Excellent. All right, so the next movie I'm going to pick, I'm still 
uh, this is going to be the foreseeable future of my movie picks. Uh, lost classics, or classics that uh, I have yet to see. Oh, yeah. Um, I'm, excited so, about huh? I'm excited about this yeah, uh, yeah, road here. Yeah. Uh, so a lot of these you've probably already seen anyway. Okay. But I haven't, so that's why I'm picking up. I don't know. There's a lot of classics I haven't seen. All right. All right. Well, let's see if you've seen this one or not. I am going with Ingmar Bergman's The Seventh Seal. Ooh, I have seen that one, but right. it's been at least ten years. All right. So... Don't really remember much about it other than, uh, uh, it's black and white. It's, uh, no, it's no, no, it's color. It's color? It's, uh, I think it's Technicolor. Huh? Um, is it, is it in the Swedish? I believe, uh, <laughs> no, it's black and white. Is it Esperanto? <laughs> I am sorry, no habla espanol. Do you know what Esperanto is? It's like that made-up language. Yeah. Of course, all languages are made-up when you're getting into it. But. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> but uh, it's specifically made-up, yeah. yeah. That uh, William Shatner did a movie. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. I forgot who who did the Esperanto movie. Yeah. I haven't, Billy Shatz. I, I haven't seen it. Billy Shatz. Billy Shatz. Uh, but anyway, yeah. Seven oh, Seal. Seven Seal. That's crazy. I was actually thinking about that movie yesterday. Don't know why. I think I saw a chessboard. I think you uh, brought it up on the last episode, even. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh. That's kind of what spurred me on uh, picking it. Really? Just because it's like, oh, yeah, that's a movie I've never seen that I probably should. So hmm. let's go into pretentious uh, film school nerd Sweet. and uh, watch The Seventh Seal. Awesome. awesome. I'm down. Sweet. So, uh, yeah, go watch that movie. Come back, listen to our show. Because apparently... People won't listen if they haven't seen the movie. Yeah, well, I've heard that on the streets. Yeah, and I right. don't know why. We we try not to spoil things. We, we talked about that earlier in the show, mm-hmm. about trying not to spoil things. Yeah. So, I mean, we do, occasionally. If it it's bad. If it's bad, yeah, we're just trying to spare you. Yeah. yeah. I mean, not that our opinion is always correct, but... No, but uh, <laughs> if we both hate something, I mean, we come from pretty different, like, you know... Like viewpoints, right, right. Uh, I mean, we like a lot of the same things, but if we both hate something, there's it's flawed. Yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> that yeah, I think that is yeah. And if if we both like something, then you know, it's it's, it's flawed it's, as well. It's not. <laughs> 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 uh, I mean, yeah, yeah. You and I, we have a lot of stuff in common, but uh, I think. We both have different ways of viewing the same thing occasionally. And so, mm-hmm. yeah, you're right. If it's if it's something that we both agree is bad, it's definitely got problems. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Probably the same. If we both <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, well, let's uh, let's do that. Let's uh, I guess get out of here. Unless you got uh, anything else you need to say? Any uh, any pleas for for desperation? Uh, um, Don't let me be the only one. Um. <laughs> I, I think I'm gonna side with Chauncey on this and let, uh, be the strong silent type. No, yeah, yeah, leave some reviews. That'd, that'd be cool. Yeah. I would appreciate it as well. You can, uh, go to our website at, uh, guttertrash.net. Uh, you can find, you can email me at es at guttertrash.net. You can email Jason at jason at guttertrash.net. Go to our Facebook page, facebook.com slash guttertrashpodcast. You can find me at Twitter. Twitter.com slash eShawnBorn. 
Uh, you can even go to our individual websites. I'm at Seanborn.net, and Jason is at BuyerBeware.GutterTrash.net. Got all that? Got all it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and uh, I'm on Google Plus, but I don't know how to use that. So. <laughs> I'm learning how to use Google Chrome. Is that the same thing? Uh, nope. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm learning how to use Google. <laughs> oh, it's that. Is it like likey.com? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, so, yeah, please, please, people, uh, leave us a message. Go to iTunes, leave us a review. Uh, subscribe to the show. Comments on our page. Comment on Facebook. Just, just get in contact with us. We love to hear from people. Please get to us. So that we, we know we're not just doing this in a vacuum. Right. <laughs> and uh, honestly, we're trying to make a good impression for Chaucey. He's yeah. new to the show. We want him to stick around. Yeah, he's, uh, I think he's on the fence already. Yeah, yeah. I think he's, he's done. Look at him. He's, <laughs> he's, already, he's, already, he's already pulling pranks and, like, just, yeah. <laughs> he's just shaking his head back and forth, just saying S- no. Slowly the no. turning left and right. He can't even <laughs> muster the strength to give us a stern <laughs> shake of the head. <laughs> but he is keeping me cool. Yeah, that's good. Mm-hmm. All right, then. Let's, uh, let's uh, get out of here so that I can just curl up in bed and cry. And if you want to, if you specifically want to mention something to Chauncey, it's Chauncey at guttertrash.net. <laughs> <laughs> you should totally set that up. That'll, that'll probably be the one, that'll be the one that people actually do send something to. <laughs> uh, oh, man. Alright. Seventh Seal. Seventh Seal. Next week on Gunner Trash. Goodbye. You can subscribe to Gutter Trash at iTunes or directly at guttertrash.net. If you go to iTunes, please leave us a review. You can email us at eric at guttertrash.net or jason at guttertrash.net. For more info, you can find us on Facebook. Or you can go to seanborn.net or buyerbeware.guttertrash.net. Listen to our sister podcast, League Night, at league.guttertrash.net. Thank you for listening. Until next time.